Hachi, Hachi,
name is holy. Your name is mighty. You are worthy to be praised. Oh, God. We worship you, Jesus. We glorify your holy name, Jesus. Mighty is our God. Holy is our God. Warrior Lord this morning. Oh Jesus, we love you. We lift up your name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We glorify your name, Lord Jesus. You are worthy to be praised. You are worthy to be worshipped, Lord Jesus. We adore your name, Lord. We're in your presence, Lord Jesus.
bless your name. Your name is above all names. The name Jesus is above every name. On earth and in heaven. We glorify that name. We worship that name. Every condition has to bow to that name. Every sickness bows to that name. Every problem bows to that name. For the Bible tells me at the mention of the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Every knee shall bow. The knees of sickness shall bow. The knees of all demons shall bow. Every problem shall bow. At the mention of the name of Jesus. We worship your name, Lord. Your name is above every name. Thank you, Jesus. We glorify your name. We ask that you now be with us. That we are going into the scriptures. As we shall read your word, Lord, and you will come and speak to us. We give ourselves to you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Shall we go to the Bibles now? greet you all in the precious name of Jesus Christ. As you open the book of Revelation chapter 3, I'm happy to see uh, the different ones, uh, our visitors that have come today. I heard your names being mentioned and uh, we want to welcome you. Here we have no law but love. But the Bible. No membership but fellowship. And so we believe that the blood of Jesus Christ washes us from all sin. And our God is the rapture like the brother said. Praise God. So, uh, we are reading Revelation chapter 3 verse 14. We have, uh, how many are from Entebbe? Can you please raise the okay. Yes, a sister here and a sister Fever came with a friend. And I'm happy that you are, you are here. Finally. Amen. Amen. Uh, this sister was also is part of our fellowship there on Mondays. And I heard that you came ready for water baptism. Is that so? Ah, she's ready for water baptism. Praise God. Amen. God is doing a wonderful work in amidst those young people. Amen. Amen. So, verses 14. And we shall read up to 16. 
and unto the angel of the church of the Laodiceans, write, These things saith the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. Ereri maraika owe kanisa eyom laodikia, wandi kanti boati wa yogero yuamina, omjuli rua omwesigwa, edo wamazima, uvede vede rokutonda kwa katonda. Brother Martin, can you come up and help? Okay, so we read verse 15. I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would thou wert cold or hot. So then, because thou art lukewarm, and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. Oba obugume bwechityo kubanga oline chibugumirize soto nyogoga soto buguma ndikusese mamukamwa kange praise god shall we speak to the lord for just a moment father we have just read a portion of your holy word tata tusomye kitundu chechigambo chechitukuvu we now ask you to come and help us to step out of the way kati tukusabo otuyambe fetuve mukubo lord you know i i have nothing of my own mukama omanyinze sirina byange byonna but just the gift that you've given to me to bless your people wabula chirabo chokacho mpadde abantu bombawo mukisa and i realize it's not mine it is for your people lord nchimanyi ntisichange wabula chabantu bomukama and lord as we've been told that a gift is just a man taking himself out of the way and letting God use that gift. Mukama ngabe twagambibwa ntie kirabo abera muntu ngayejewo naganye katonda kozese kirabe echo. And Lord I know that these people also have the power to 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 uh, make it work. Mukama manyiti nabantu banobalina amanyo kuchitekesa munkola by receiving and saying amen to the word. Ngabachikiriza nebagamba amina je chiri. May you speak to each one of them. Yogere erina buli sechino mukama. In Jesus name. Nenyeria yes. Amen. Amina. Please be seated. Praise God. So I'm speaking to you today on the subject of the lukewarm church. The, the lukewarm church. On verses 16, he said, Because you are lukewarm, and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. We are at a time when history is being fulfilled. We are at a time that we call the end. And it is surely the end. And you see, the Bible says there is no new thing under the earth. Whatever, has be, whatever is has been, and whatever 
will be shall be again. There was once a time on earth that was called the end time. And there were men of God like for instance Noah that God sent to preach an end time message. That if it was the end God was preparing to destroy the world with water. And water would come from above and water would come from below the earth. And, and the people did not hear Noah but the word of God that he had given to Noah came to pass 100%. But I want to show you something here that we have arrived at another end time. In the days of Noah he destroyed the world with water. But in these days, our days, he has promised to destroy the world with fire. If you, you, you check with me in the book of Malachi chapter, chapter 4, it's just one of those many scriptures. That's the first verse. For behold, the day cometh that shall burn as an oven, and all the proud year and all that do wickedly shall be stubble, and the day that cometh shall burn them up, saith the Lord of hosts, that it shall leave them neither root nor branch. So, that day is coming. And that day is going to be hot. The Bible says, as we have read, it shall burn as an oven. If you continue reading, the Bible says that the righteous shall step over the ashes of the wicked. That is going to happen. There is going to be a time that the wicked shall be ashes under the, the feet of the righteous. The wicked are those that do not accept the end time message. The wicked are those when God sends his message, they scorn at it. They don't receive it. They just carry on in their own denominations, in their own beliefs, in their own systems. So they don't give honor to the word of God. And the, and the righteous are those that accept the message of the hour. When I say the message of the hour, I mean the message that God sends in that given time. In every time, God sends a special message for that generation. And those who receive that message, they will be considered righteous. And they will be taken in the rapture. And the rest of the people shall go in a tribulation. And all the elements will burn up at the end of the tribulation. And it, it 
part of the burning will come from the Armageddon war that we hear called the third world war and, and part of the elements that will burn the earth will come out of that why do you think that America has um, uh, you know, weapons that can actually literally destroy the whole world. Russia has weapons that can actually wipe out America from the map. And all these I, I always on tension. Why do you think America did not just go to fight Russia? Because Russia has nuclear weapons. And, uh, and America will go and destroy Libya because they have nothing to fear. Libya does, did not have nuclear weapons. And why is America trying to fight uh, Iran from receiving or, or making nuclear weapons? Because if Iran gets nuclear weapons, they will also become untouchable. Any nation that has nuclear weapons is, is considered a great nation. Why? Because nuclear war can literally destroy the world. But you see our prophet Brother Barnum said something. He said down there in Russia maybe someone who is drunk or someone who is you know, a little off will just touch a button and start a nuclear war. And we see that those things are bound to happen. And the fire, all this fire power that all these nations have you know it has to be put to use one day. It has to be put to use one day. The people, oh, wait to the people who shall be on earth at that time. It will be a great time of destruction, pain, and suffering. It is bound to happen. It is going to happen. Are you hearing me, church? America will fight with Russia. And Russia and America and then other countries combined together. And we notice here that when this happens, it, it will cause a third world war. This is the war that the Bible calls Armageddon. I'm glad I will not be here during the time. I'm glad I'll be taken up in the rapture. I'll be out of here. It should be your goal too. It should be your goal too. And we notice that when this happens, it will destroy everything on earth. It will destroy the civilization as we know it today. It will destroy America that people crave to literally go to. 
food. It will destroy Canada. It will destroy New Zealand. New Zealand it will destroy the UK as we know it today. It will destroy Australia. Australia is There will not be first world, second world, and third world countries. It will be all turned to ash. It will all be turned to ash. Are you hearing me? That's why your goal should not be to go to America. Your goal should be to go to the rapture. <laughs> It doesn't matter which country you'll be in at the time. The judgment of God will strike and it will strike everybody. And then the Bible says, They that fear the name of the Lord shall step over those, the wicked, or they will be, because the wicked shall be like ashes under their feet. Those fires will destroy even all the religions and the churches. It will even destroy Vatican. It will destroy all the systems of man. There will be no system of government that shall remain. Are you hearing me? It will all be wiped out. All everything will be wiped out. Removed. Why? Because God will be preparing. And to bring down his kingdom. Brother Marvin spoke on let thy kingdom come. And part of what I'm speaking is really inspired by his sermon. The whole kingdoms of the world will be wiped out. And God shall have another kingdom. And this kingdom will not be his alone. It, it will be his together with his bride. The one that was victorious. The one that the, that the Bible speaks of and it says to him that shall overcome. There is going to be one that will overcome in every generation. I don't know about you but I believe I am one of those. In my generation I am one of the overcomers. You must step on sin now in order for you to step on the wicked then. Praise God. Yes, sir. And then they that you shall overcome shall be together with him. And the Bible says, We shall reign with him for 1,000 years. One day with the Lord is like a thousand years. One thousand years is like one day. So if he says we shall reign with him for one thousand years, how many years do you think it will be? It's going to be a really long time. And we will reign with him. The, the wicked will be ashes under our feet. There will be people that will survive. The Armageddon. 
remain here on earth. But we, the bride, will rule over them. The Bible says they shall multiply like the sons of the sea. They will, amen, they will be having children and multiplying quickly. But they will not live in the city with us. They will be the commoners. And we shall be the lords. We shall be in the palace with the king. In the palace here on earth. Not in heaven. Millennium is going to be down here. And we shall have bodies. Bodies that can walk. Bodies, amen. We shall be almost like we are now. Only that we shall be superhumans at that time. Whereby the people who are out of the city, they cannot even try to understand what we are made of. That's why they have even amen, acted movies out of those things. And then they, there is a movie they acted, I think it was called 2012. And they said the whole world was destroyed with nuclear power. And then aliens came from heaven and they came and when they, the people came out of their bunkers the Bill Gates and the others who were having bunkers when they came out they realized that you know the world is taken over by aliens let me bring understanding to you these Bill Gates and the rich people of the world they are the only ones with the power to hide under bunkers. But these great people of the world today, in that next world, they will be the commoners. <laughs> Hallelujah. And then the bride of Jesus will come from heaven. Will come from heaven. Amen. Together with Jesus Christ. And we shall come down here on earth. And a city will be created down here. And this will be a holy city. We shall live in there. No sin will go in there. Listen to me. We will not be aliens. But to the others we shall be like aliens. Because we will not grow old. We will not die. We will be perfect. We can appear and disappear. We shall have superpower. We shall be like God himself. And we shall dwell in the land of the living. Here on earth. And we shall rule with him. Of one thousand Hallelujah. Oh Amen. He will give us domain. You, yours is the other place which was called America. America. You, yours is this one. You, yours is Uganda. I don't know which one you want to reign during that time. Oh my God. Oh my God. Amen. Some of you, you will be given. How many continents do we have? How many continents do we have Seven continents. Do you know which, how many generations of the bride is going to be there? Seven generations. Seven church ages. Out of each church age. So each bride, single bride, will have a continent. Amen.
we will rule this world and the others will be below us. Now this is going to happen. We may not even have an idea on how it will be. But it must happen for him to be God. For him to keep his word. For him to keep his appointments. I said I will reign on earth with him. What about the devil? No, there is no way the devil can be on earth when we are here. Do you know what happens? Before we come down, Amen, the Bible says, the devil was bound in chains and he was thrown into the bottomless pit and the lid was covered. But right now, the bottomless pit is open and all the demons are here on earth but there is coming a time when sin will not reign over our bodies that there will be no temptation there will be no sorrow there will not be pain there will be no poverty there will not be any problem because the devil will be in the bottomless pit I can't wait for that because I will then laugh over the devil because this will be my time of rejoicing that's why the bible says rejoice not against me o my enemy. when I fall I shall rise right now I am here fallen in this body but one day I am going to arise I will arise out of this body of flesh these bars of bone will open up and my soul will come out again and I will have another body rejoice not against me or my enemy when I sit in darkness the Lord shall be my light and then he continues on and he says then he that was my enemy shall see it and shame shall cover him that said where is your God time of the millennium will be our time to shame the devil completely and also because it is our time to prove we are in charge Hallelujah. Right now we are potentially in church. In heavenly places. But when we come out of the heavenly places. And we come here in normal daylight. We get tempted and tried. And then we sing a song. Tempted and tried. Why it should be thus. Oh, but wait a moment. Time is coming when that song will be completely gone. The Bible says and they will sing a new song. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. We shall have a new song. We will no longer sing tempted and tried. We will sing we are in charge. We, are, we will sing we are the bride. And we are here. And we are here to stay. We are here to rule. We are here. There will be nothing like humility at that time. 
Let me not speak big things. No, we will say because that's how we shall be. We are. That's why even the Bible says right now. We are royals. We are kings and priests. With God. But at that time, we shall exercise it physically and spiritually. And everything I'm saying. It is already here. Potentially. Praise God. And if a child of God born again. Knows their place. They can exercise that power. Even right now. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I can't wait for that time. I will be there. These days, they, when they're making events, they make small videos. And some say, I will be there. I will be there. Oh my. Amina. I'm making mine today. Nanga, wale, I will be there. Ndibayo. What about you? Atengwe. <laughs> You better say I will be there too. I will be there. Amen. Come on, let's go there. That's our plan. That's our purpose. Nothing here should or will hinder us. I won't let nothing here hinder me. For someday. There's a blessed crown that I must wear. I will not let nothing here hinder me. I will not let sin hinder me. I will not let feelings hinder me. I will not let heartbreaks hinder me. I will not let nothing hinder me. No friends. Friends will not hinder me. The love of the world will not hinder me. Everything you can love today in the millennium you will love it a hundredfold. Your joy shall be full. Brother, sister, prepare for that place. And now we see that there are seven ages. And from Ephesus, Smana, Pegamos, Tatura, and Sardis, Philadelphia, Laodicea, all these ages. But the last one is going to be Laodicea. That one is going to be the last, last one. And when the saints that shall be at Laodicea come, they will say we are in the end time. That, when that age of Laodicea comes, nothing left but the rapture. After the rapture, in the millennium. You understand me? So where are we now? We have arrived at the last one. We are here at Laodicea. But the Bible has this to say about Because the devil knows this is the last chance he has. He has to capture as many as possible. He has to hinder as many as possible from getting there. He is trying his best to hinder them. And he says, to the church of the Laodiceans. This is verse 14 now. Revelation 3. Right. This thing says the Amen. 
the faithful and true witness the beginning of the creation of God he is speaking to the church now of Laodicea now Laodicea is a combination of the true church and the false church just like every other church age has been but the condition of the time of Laodicea or the church of Laodicea is this way let me give you a little bit of background here. Laodicea was a city in Asia Minor. In present day Turkey. And there was a river that came down through Laodicea. It came in hot. But by the time it would arrive at Laodicea, the temperatures would change. It would not be cold. It would not be hot. And Laodicea then was used as a symbol of the last age. Which we are now living It was a symbol of the last church. The last gentle dispensation. The church is not cold. The church is not hot. The church is in the middle. In Ethiopia, we say Makaklenya. In the middle. Makaklenya. So that because it says, because you are lukewarm, you are not hot. How many have ever drunk or put in the mouth lukewarm water? You feel like vomiting. The church in Laodicea is lukewarm. It's not hot, not cold. You have people that are both sinners and believers at the same time. People that live two kinds of life. People who are in church but they practice witchcraft. People that are called by the name of a believer but they are fornicators. People who are in the church they are called Christians but they are very good liars. Did you know liars have their place in the in hellfire. Liars are going to go to hell. There is no better way about that. And Laodicea has believers in the church. But they tell lies. Tell lies. And the person tells a lie and is not moved a bit. He just moves on right on. Yeah, kulimba. 
It's all right. Laodicea. Laodicea. It's a lukewarm church. Kanisa ya chibugumirize. People who come to church and they are thieves. And there is no small thief or big thief. If you are a thief, you are a thief. The Bible did not say big thieves and small thieves. I have stolen just a little. You are a thief. No matter what you have stolen. I hope you like me after this sermon. You are people who are in the church. And they just go. They are not married. But they are living like husband and wife. And they come to church. And they begin singing the grace of God. And because the pastor preached about grace. With their long painted nails. They begin to touching their eyes because they are crying <laughs> the pastor pushed about grace oh, if it wasn't for grace oh, with this fornication I'm living I would have died after that they go back to fornication why? Because they are not convicted. It is a lukewarm church. They are not cold, they are not hot. This is a generation where Christian girls will dress like prostitutes. You know, we used to differentiate between a Christian and a prostitute by the way they dress. Are you hearing me? A Christian woman dresses like a Christian. But they are pastors. They are lukewarm pastors. They have said to them, Don't worry, sister. God sees your heart. I believe that. But why do I call them lukewarm pastors? Because they did not tell them the next thing. God sees your heart. But what you do on the outside shows what is in your heart. It means you are not changed. It means you are not convicted of sin. It means you have not yet found a savior. But when you find a savior, you will throw away those trousers, sisters. You will throw away the miniskirts. You will throw away the makeups. Painted first Jezebel spirit. You will throw it away. You will know there is one thing to be a Christian and another to be worthy. There must be a distinction between the church and the world. But today, the believers, the ones who are professing the name of Jesus, they are not hot. They are not cold. They are lukewarm. They are in the middle. And maybe you are one of them today. If you are one of them today, my prayer for you today is that you will not walk out of that door today until you found salvation. 
Because you can find it. You may walk out and that may be your last time to come to church. And the rapture will happen and you will not know it has happened even when you know you will have no nothing completely to do. Oh God help you. The lukewarm church. God help this generation. Where Christians stay at home. And they, they don't go to church. During a service. Lukewarm church. Where believers are now worshippers of television. It's not okay for you to smoke. But it's okay for you to watch somebody who is smoking and enjoy it. And you, you call it entertainment. How can a believer let a sinner entertain him? How can that happen? You are a Christian. You then enjoy alcohol. When someone brings it to you, like, I'm a believer. But on your phone. On the videos you watch. The movies you watch. The television you watch. It's all about drunkards. And drinking. And those are your favorite movies. Let me tell you, you are lukewarm. You yourself, you are a drunkard and you don't know it. When God comes down to judge, he doesn't judge only sinners. He judges even those who have pleasure in those that do those things. There needs to be a, a distinction between holiness and sin. Between the world and the church. You need to take a stand. And say, here I stand. I'm a Christian and that is what I am. I am going to be known by what I feed on. I am going to be known by what I am doing. My life is a testimony. There are people who cannot read the Bible. I am there walking Bible. I want them to look at me. Even if they have never read the Bible. I want them to know Jesus. But what is happening? The church is lukewarm. You look at a Christian today. If it is not in church, you will not know they are Christian. Let me tell you something. Second Timothy chapter 3. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves. You cannot do anything even for God if you don't have a benefit in it directly. You'll be asking a question. What is in it for me? Pastor is very busy telling you that's collect for money for land fund. Say no, what is in it for me? Brothers, Andrew is going to wait. Let us help him. 
I don't have money. And then now, when you go out there, they tell you your aunt, your jaja is dead. You will raise two millions in one day. Lovers of their own selves. You need to understand what I'm preaching is biblical. When you read your Bible, the first church, do you know how they were? The Bible says they had all things in common. The rich and the poor were all the same. Do you know why? If we do what they did then, they will call us a cult today. The, the pastor gave them an instruction that every one of you should sell all your, rich, your, your, your things. Everything. Sell it. And bring your money. We are going to sit down and we are going to divide that money equally among ourselves. Some of you already are planning to leave the church. Now. That is how the first church did things. And when they did that, one brother and his wife, they, didn't, they were lukewarm. They said, ah, we worked for many years. And we know Brother Sechitoleko is very lazy. How can we divide our riches with him? They said, now my wife, let us sell. After we sell, we take some piece for ourselves. And then, the remainder, we can give to them to share. They even came late at church. <laughs> if you come late at church, let me hope it's not being lukewarm. These lukewarm believers came late at church. But Abraham says, if you have the Holy Ghost, you cannot wait for the doors of the church to open. You want to go. You want to be the first. You want even to come and clean. You want to find what can I do? How can I make myself useful in the house of God? If I don't have money to give to the land fund, what can I do? What can I do? Let me encourage others to give. Let, let me pray. Let me go and pray. In other words, you'll be on fire for the things of God. But the church is lukewarm. And this couple, Anani and Safira, it was the brother that walked in first. And he took his seat. Pastor Peter said, Brother Anania, first come here. Said, Yes, Pastor. He said, is this all the money that you sold? Brother Anania said, yes. What was that? A lie. God have mercy. A believer telling a lie 
No, you don't, and you wonder why you don't prosper? You wonder why everything you dig, someone buries it? You wonder why the blessing of God is not in your life? Because you just died. You just died in your financial Kubanga, uh, road. Wafano, fira, mubufunda, obwebie, you cannot prosper. Kula, kula because you are not born again. Kubanga, tozali, wangana, murundi, you are in a kingdom. And this kingdom you are not obeying the rules. Buno, waka waka, mateka, gabo, toga, you have to do according to the rules. Oh, you don't you don't pay tithe and you expect to have increase. That can never happen. You are dreaming. If you are in this kingdom, you have to be hot. If you are lukewarm, it is going to be very difficult. And you wonder why things are not going well. Is this all that you sold? In his heart, he was like, after all, it is my land. No one made it for me. It is my money. So yes, this is all we've sold. And a pastor stood before him. And he said, you did not lie to me. But you lied the Holy Spirit. And that moment, that second, the man fell down and died. Yes, you had me right. He died. He was not resurrected. He died. And the pastor called some stronger deacons. Come and carry him away. They buried him away. And they took him and buried him. Yes, sir. We are talking about what is written here. If that happened today, they would close down our church. Because it would be considered to be a cult. But it happened here. And the brother was buried. And his wife came. I believe she was having those high heels. With, with, with her painted lips. And she had cut off all this and she had painted it. With those longer earrings. And the painted nails. And the so walking in the church. That kind of sister is not here. You, you are a good sister. But I'm talking about that kind of sister. She came. Sister Safira. Please first come. Yes, Pastor. Tell us. Is this all the money that you sold in your property? Yes, Pastor. Yes. Sister Safira, what you have done, you lied to the spirit of God. Let the feet that took your husband before he said, let it take you. And they carried her too. And they buried her. 
We always say Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and forever. Do you think he's not the same today? If he's the same today, he must do the same things. Not only the good ones, but also the bad ones. So if you are planning to be lukewarm, I want you to know there is a cost. There is a cost of being lukewarm. That's why he even said it is better for you to be cold. If you can't be hot, be cold. If you can't be a genuine believer, leave and go to the world. Do the things of the world. Be a good worldly person. Be a good sinner. It is better than being in the church and you are lukewarm. Because the cost is so dear. And he said, why? It is better you be called hot. But because you are lukewarm, he says I will spew you out of my mouth. Safira and Ania were spewed. God vomited them. It, they were they agitated God. You realize your wrong behaviors. Your lies. Your unclean living. It agitates the Holy Ghost. And he says men are lovers of their own selves. Men are covetous. You just want what belongs to another. If you are at a level in your life. Where you have not attained things that others have attained. Follow the process. You shall attain it too. And this is not only on individual level. You find it on the level of churches. Churches compete. Preachers are competing. Pastors are competing. Musicians are competing. Leaders are competing. They are conversions of one another. It's a wrong spirit. It's a spirit of Laodicea. It is a lukewarm spirit. Church, you have to help me to count this. I have to do this. Because we need to go in the rapture. The only way is to be born again. Filled with the power of the Holy Ghost. To be on fire for God. That's the only way. Busters. You find them busting. They believe they are better than the other ones. It's a wrong spirit. Hmm. It's a lukewarm spirit. A believer should never boast. They think you're better than others. Be yourself. Be humble. They are proud. They are blasphemers. Oh, oh. Blasphemers. Blasphemers. Disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, 
Incontinent. Fierce. Despisers of those that are good. Banyoma bebalabanti balunji. Traitors. Balibankwe. Traitors. Bankwe. Everybody said traitors. Buliomugamba bankwe. This is what this generation is. You do something with someone and you plan properly. And they are traitors. They sell you over to your enemy. It's a spirit of the age. The spirit of Laodicea. Heady. Heady. You preach to somebody. Mm -hmm. Me, I, I, I don't see it like that. Me, I see it in another way. That other way is demonic. The only right way is the way of the world. Is what God is saying. A believer is supposed to say to every word of God, Amen. Amen. But they are heady. Begurumiza. Heady. Mitweminene. Heady. Baka kanyavu. Praise God. Kama yeba ziwe. Heady. Baka mitweminene. High-minded. Begurumiza. They are lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. Bagala nyama sanyo singo kwa gala katonda. When you bring pleasure, everybody is in it. If I say it here today, church, we are organizing a party. Everybody should bring 200,000. Before the end of the week, I will have contributions from 90% of you. But when I say, we are organizing a youth meeting, we are going to pray, we are going to preach, uh, Please contribute. How much? 100,000. 100,000. Am I even going to spend it myself? Lovers of pleasure. More than lovers of God. If I were you, I would let the love of God fill my heart. Everything that God benefits from, I will make it my business. My business is not my family. My business is God's business. And if you do God's business, God will do your business. If you do God's business, God will take care of your education. If you do God's business, God will take care of your job. He will take care of your business. Are you hearing me? At 15 years, when I started preaching in this message, later on, I think I was about um, 19 or something that, I decided to go into full-time ministry. And I, I made up my mind to drop out of school. I was in university. And I dropped out. I told my mother. I'm, I'm going to drop out. Because I have to take care of the calling of God upon my life. 
I made it my business. And I told her because of this. I'm even intending to be married. She didn't quite see it. She didn't quite understand it. But later on she did. And I thank God she stood with me. They stood with me. But listen to me. I've since taken care of God's business. God sent us over to Ethiopia. There are now many churches there. I received a text yesterday. I posted it on the group. You know, uh, the, the, the believers are, are even going in other areas now. They are taking over churches. Into the message of the hour. Into the full gospel. They just baptized the pastor and his and his entire ministry team in the city of Awasa. And, 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 and uh, you know, all these people that are doing these outreaches were directly out of our ministry. And my wife, my, my wife, and I and Brother Paul in Kenya. Some other brothers that sacrificed the What am I trying to say? Because we decided to sacrifice. And make God's business our business. And I've ripped out of it. I have not been very sorry because I gave, I, I, I gave up my school. It may please some of you young people to know. I just graduated recently. Recently. With a bachelor's degree. In one of the American universities. And I would even go there and graduate physically. Pastor, when did you do that? By the time I dropped out of school, it was impossible to do a bachelor's degree online. But I did it online. Now, God made a way for me. He made my business his business. When I made his business my business. Then I couldn't afford even a degree. But this time I had not, I did not ask anybody to help me. I paid it myself. I hope you people are catching some revelation here. Make God his business your business. And he will also take care of yours. But the people are so much lovers of pleasure. More than lovers of God. The things of the world make them happy. But the things of God bore them. And he continues on to say, having a form of godliness. But denying the power thereof. Did you hear that or you didn't? They, they are not completely unreligious. We are talking about people here who have a form of godliness. But they don't have the power thereof. The power of God is the Holy Spirit. The power of God is the word. The power of God brings holiness. The power of God makes you submit to the word. But these people in Odyssey, they have a form of godliness. But they don't have the power of, of 
And he says these are the same kind of people who were like Janus and Jambres. They withstood Moses. They resisted the truth. They are men of corrupt mind. They are reprobate concerning the faith. Let me bring it down here now. Janus and Jambres Brother Segawa, you may not know this. Let me tell you. Janus and Jambres were people that we call Abakongos. Amen. Oh, the king's men. And these men, they were serving Pharaoh in Egypt. When God told Moses, go and do a sign with this rod. He went to Egypt. But Janus and Jambres could do the same. Moses threw down his stick. It became a snake. And they also threw their They said, that's all you're talking about. Let us show you. Pew. Two snakes. Moses was one. Theirs were two. So tell me, what's the difference? But the Bible says these men are over reprobate minds concerning the truth. Listen, church. It's not about the miracles. It's not about signs and wonders. It's about the truth. The Bible says you will know the truth. And the truth shall be. The truth at that time was Israel is going out. Going out of Egypt. Janus and Jambres was doing signs. But they had no truth. But here is the news. The serpent of Moses opened its mouth. Opened its mouth. And the serpent of Janus and Jambres were swallowed. 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 Are you hearing me? If you believe the truth, God is going to vindicate you. If you stand for the word, don't fear any plan of the enemy against you. God will stand with you. God will fight for you. If you are hot and you are not lukewarm, the situation may not be very good for you. But don't you worry. What you have is so powerful. What you have is so mighty. It will swallow all the power of Egypt. All the winds of Egypt. Hallelujah. Amen. They were swallowed by one serpent of Moses. And Moses touched it again. It became a rod. And he was walking. He now did not only have the power of God, but all the winds of Egypt were under him. 
God wants you to, co- to control all the winds of your family. God wants you to control all the winds of your clan. Some believers even fear witchcraft. God wants you to go in your family whereby when you arrive all those sorceries of your family and clan they begin to vibrate they begin to shake because of your presence why? Because you have the power of God. Let me tell you, the Bible says there is no divination upon Israel. No wish got upon Jacob. Why? Watch it. it is all under your affair. It is all under your affair. They use it to protect them. But you have a protector. They use it to amen, guide them. You have a guide. The guide is the Holy Ghost. They use it to show them what their enemies are doing. Let me tell you, this Holy Ghost, he says when he comes, he will show you things to come. Hallelujah. It's a power. It's a mighty power more mighty than what the devil has praise God praise God amen praise God for the first time in all my life I stood before my my uncle the elder brother to my father He's the head Yemukuru. of all the winds of our clan. <laughs> Not only our clan. Almost the entire region of where I come from. And there's a great power in this country. He is a great power in this country. Stood before him. And I didn't fear. I questioned him. I looked at him in, in my eyes. In eyes. And I asked him a question about what he believes. So I said, so you, 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 this thing that you, you serve is, like, is powerful? He said, oh yes, it is powerful. There are even many pastors who have come here. And they, they have served them. Even singers. Even politicians. I've been serving them. Do you also want me to serve you? And I told him, I said, look here. I don't want you to serve me because I have a higher power. And when I said that, his eyes began blazing. I know then I disorganized these demons. And, and from, that, from that time, I, I saw one of my cousins. He said, an educated young man. So I decided to kind of take him to myself. And I wanted to kind of uh, introduce to him the gospel. And I invited him to my home. And uh, 
he, he, at first he was forthcoming and, and I told him so do you also serve he said yes I serve I said oh even when you are educated he said yeah education does not know these things this is a power I told him my brother but I want to meet you because I want to introduce you to my power my power is more mightier than yours and if you meet me you will know what I'm talking about that's the last time he, I talked to him he never wanted to come near my power his powers misled him away but let anybody I don't care what they are involved in let them come under this power let them come under this power I hear some people who say that maybe someone bewitched me. You as a believer, you are lukewarm. How can you say someone bewitched you? As a believer, I, I, do you know what you're talking about? This power we have is higher than witchcraft. It's stronger than witchcraft. No power of witchcraft can stand before a child of God that is on fire for God. But if you are lukewarm, yes, you can be bewitched. Praise God. It's a revelation. It's an understanding. Look who I'm church. Hmm. Praise God. Janus and Jambres spirit. They are all over making crusades. Signs and wonders. And people are saying this is the truth. Because there is signs and wonders. There are women are on the pulpit. Show me anywhere in the Bible. In the church of, the, of Pentecost. Where a woman was a preacher or a Bible teacher. It's nowhere in the Bible. That's a lukewarm church. I don't care about the signs and wonders. Janice and Jambres could do that. Even more than what Moses had done. They are very busy baptizing babies. Some of them they have even come to a level. Now they are saying water baptism is not necessary. You only need Holy Ghost baptism. They are liars. They are lukewarm. They are not according to the Bible. But a true church will say what the Bible says. What does the Bible say? In the book of Acts, chapter 2, right there, quickly now. I want to show you that. It says, Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Can you say amen if you believe it? How does the Holy Spirit come? I ask again. But now How does the Holy Ghost come? What is the first thing? Repentance. What is the second thing? Water. Baptism. This is the foundation. This is the foundation. 
Hallelujah. Amen. And when the foundation is laid, he is going to put a whole plate. What is the whole plate? The remission of your sins. He will wash away all your sins. It doesn't matter whether you feel it or not. His word says so. He will wash away all your sins. And then he will put the roofing. He will put the roofing. What is the roofing? The Holy Ghost. He says you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. But the liars of today, the members and ministers in the lukewarm church, what do they say? They say you don't need water baptism. They say you don't need repentance. All you need is to accept that Jesus died for you. What have they done? They have simply told you you accept and then they said you don't need to accept. If you accept that Jesus died for you, then you have to repent of your sins. And if you repent of your sins, you have to show your faith by your works, by being baptized in much water in the name of Jesus Christ. What is that? It is the foundation of the church. The church is a building. But what have they done? They have taken their foundation and they have kicked it away and then they are still preaching. Let me ask you a question. If they are preaching and they are not preaching what the Bible says, who sent them? Who called them? Where do they get their authority? Can, can we find out? Can we find out? Let me quick pick the scripture right quick here now. That's the Bible says Bible that the, the devil himself has made himself the angel of light. Second Corinthians chapter 2 chapter 11 Praise God. Quickly now, this is just an addition. For such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. Chapter, read verse 13, chapter 11. Kubanga, Abakozi, Abobukusa, Abefana Nyanga, Batumeba Christo. Those are the false apostles. Batumeba Bulimba. It doesn't matter whether I call myself Apostle Talemwa. But if I tell you, you don't need water baptism. It means I am a false apostle. If I tell you, you don't need to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Then I'm a false apostle. And we have many of them today. And they have transformed themselves. Into the apostles of Christ. And he says, No marvel for Satan himself is transformed into the angel of light. Therefore, if no great thing, it is no great thing if his ministers also be transformed as the ministers of righteousness, whose end shall be according to their works. 
Bwebefa na nyangaba wede zabobu tukilivu. Enkomerero ya abwe. Eribe irange bikoru wabi abwe. Are you hearing church? Mumpuli la kanisa. I really wonder whether you are hearing. Simenyoba mulira. In Jude. Muyuda. Chapter 1 verse 4. For there a certain man crept in unawares. Who were before of old ordained to this condemnation. Ungodly men. Turning the grace of God into lasciviousness. And denying the only Lord God and, the, and our Lord Jesus Christ. Are you following me church? Ask your neighbor are you following? Praise God. These are men. How did they come in? Please listen. How did they come onto the pulpit? Do you know creeping in? They came in slowly. And then before you knew it. Praise God. Praise God. Who gave you the authority? God sent me. God sent me. Let us everybody pray. Pray in time. Where are those things? In the Bible. The Bible says if everybody prays in tongues. When people say you're mad. But if you speak in tongues, let it be interpreted. And let it be done in order. So they have missed it from the beginning. And then they said, oh, 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 please join your hands together to welcome our first lady. D-D-L-L-D. Rebecca. Bishop Rebecca, come and pray. Bishop Rebecca is coming. Oh, now Chala Rebecca, come and Hallelujah, Bishop Rebecca, who called you to the pulpit? Let me tell you, your church is not a church of the apostles. Your church is the lukewarm church of Laodicea. We don't have those kind of things in the Bible. Friends, I am not against this church. The people, I love them. I was among them myself. I'm against these wrong systems. The systems that are wrong. They are coming to take people to hell and they don't know. As long as we have a chance, we have to say these things. Time is coming when they will arrest you for saying this. But let me tell you, we now have a chance to say it. 
When I was in Germany, Germany uh, uh, Brother Pastor God told me And I was sitting, we were sitting with Brother Tim Prude Brother Tim Prude. Timothy Prude and Brother God And, and then he said this What? Well he knew I was from Uganda And he wanted me to speak a service So he told me I heard about your uh, your law, your new law in Uganda. I said yes, yes, yes. So we discussed about it. How Uganda hates homosexuality. And, and, and how we made a law against it. And, 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 and they all agreed that homosexuality is not right. It is a vice in the society. We have to raise our generation with the fear of God. And then after we, we had our discussion But God told me But when you take the pulpit Don't say anything about this He told me If you do They can close down our church The government Government we are talking about Germany. Germany Germany, a country that saw the reformation of the church. A country that had a Martin Luther. Who started the protestant movement Because of Martin Luther we are here God could not have sent the seventh angel messenger Without Martin Luther And now in Germany You can't speak against such certain things Even if it is in the scriptures To the people publicly that's why I'm saying this. We still have a golden opportunity. Let us preach the way it is. Let us say the way it is. Whether people like it or not. But if it is the word, it's the word. If it is helping us, it's helping us. If I'm speaking about a lukewarm church, I cannot be gentle. I am performing an operation. I have to use sharp objects. If you find yourself pierced, maybe I'm piercing something which has to come out. Let it go and accept the right one. And then the word of God came in myself as a spiritual doctor. Don't you worry. After cutting and putting everything aside, I'm going to show you together. Put you together by the power of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. That's why we have the word. Praise God. And friends, turn away from your ways of just being a half-four Christian. There is no half-four Christian. You are just fooling yourself. You are either a Christian or a sinner. Amen. Amen. As I said, you never, you never see a drunk sober man. You are either drunk or you are sober. 
Are you hearing me? But many Christians are drunk as sober. Brother, sister, you cannot be both. You are either on fire for God or you are not. If you are lukewarm, you are remaining here while the rest are going to the rapture. I am thinking about the rapture. I am thinking about going away. I am thinking about the change of my body. I want to be on fire for God. Amen. Listen, this is something. You don't have to ask anyone for permission. You don't have to ask anyone for permission to be on fire for God. It is your choice. If you want to shout in the church, it is your choice. If you want to clap your hands, it is your choice. If you want to, amen, amen, roll on the floor, it's your choice. And some people would call you a holy roller. But some people will call you are you ashamed of Jesus? If Jesus will make you shout, then I am not ashamed of If Jesus will make me excited, I am not ashamed of it. If he will make me, amen, stand up and dance, I am not ashamed of Praise God. You are either drunk or you are sober. Which are you going to be? Many are choosing this day to be drunk or sober. You can't. You are either drunk or you are sober. Take this word and drink, drink it all. Accept to be drunk in the, in the Holy Spirit. If your life is prayerless, you don't listen to the word. You, you don't expect to be drunk with the Holy Spirit. And you don't expect to be both. You have to choose. And the only way you can be right with God is by being born again. Tell someone how to be born again. Jesus said, except a man is born again, he can't see the kingdom of God. No matter what he has done, how many good deeds he has done, he has got to be born again. You have to be born again. You cannot go in by your good works. Your works because are nothing before God. You have to be born again. Hidden life with Christ. It says, and when a man and women today, after you've been brought into the kingdom of God, is a hidden life. Everybody say hidden life. Men and women who will get with Christ and the curtains drop around. And you don't care what the world says. You don't care what the people say. You are living in there with Christ. Where the manna you are eating from the golden 
pot of the manna every day. Day and night. All the time. Oh my God. There's that song that says, Every night. Night and day. Let your incense arise. Every night. Night and day. Let your incense arise. When you're behind the curtain. When you're behind the altar. You don't care what happens out there. In there was, was manna. She bread that did not get rotten. It always was good. You can live there and not edge. Oh my God. Praise God. There is something I want to impress on you, church. When you are there, you don't care what the world says. You don't care what the people say. You are living in there with Christ. Where the golden pot of manna every day, eating it night and day, all the time. Living on the mountain underneath the cloudless sky. No trouble there. No problem there. When Aaron walked in there, the curtains fell behind him. him. He was all surrounded in a place to himself with God alone. That's what I feel like I want right now. Surround me. We sing that song. Already. Oh Lord. Surround me. Oh Lord. You see, whereby the world doesn't bother you anymore. <laughs> that is the place that every born again man and woman ought to be abiding today in the presence of God with the rest and the world shut off around them. Have you ever been in prayer? And you feel you don't care. You don't care about anything else. All you are caring about is the feeling you have. The crying, the tears, the joy. You, you feel you are so, you know, you, you are so surrounded by His presence. If you've never had that presence, that experience, you need it. You need it. Whereby you are so surrounded. You feel you are hugged in His presence. Hallelujah. Psalms 27 5 he says, For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. 
in the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me he shall set me upon a rock hallelujah Amen. you are not going to be a lukewarm church you are going to be a church built on the rock all the lies will go all the fear will go all the worldliness will go you will be there feeling you have a conviction. That's how conviction of sin comes. There is no kingdom without a king. Jesus wants to be king of your life. He wants for you to dwell in his presence. And all the world shut off from around you. Quickly, I want to read a few scriptures here now. In 1 Kings 18, Elijah came unto all the people and he said, How long will you hold between two opinions? If the Lord be God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. And the people answered him not a word. If the Lord be God, follow him. Tell your neighbor, if the Lord be God, follow him. If the Lord be God, what does it mean? If it's the Lord, meaning the one you submit to, if you are submitting to him, and you believe he's your creator. He has everything in control. Then follow him. James 1.8 A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Biona. If you are unstable, you are not called you are not hot. You are in the middle. You are unstable. And everything you are going to do will not prosper. Friends, here is the way. Stop being double-minded. One feet in the world. When you get to your friends, you begin. Yeah, man, yeah, man. Your feet is in the world. Brother, you are sinking. And when you come to us, hey, brother, God bless you. Ah. Ah. Really? Double-minded. Double-minded. When I used to be in, the, in school, my friends knew me. They go to themselves. And they begin what When they come to me, hey, Pastor, how are you? They knew. I wasn't even a pastor then. But you know what it is out there in the world when you, when you love God, they call you pastor. Pastor, how are you? They, they didn't understand me. 
time one of them said, I'm waiting to see the type of woman you'll marry. And she was a girl of my of my class. So they connived together. When I was preaching to them and everything I was saying was ah, ah, we are tired of We shall see the kind of woman you are. In other words, I will never find the kind of woman I'm talking about. Well, they were wrong. I found her. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> And you young men, let me tell you, don't be ashamed to stand for Jesus. Don't be ashamed to stand for Christ. Let your conversations not be controlled by the world. Control the world by your conversation. Control the world by your life. Don't be lukewarm. Wherever you go, create an atmosphere. Your atmosphere. When Obama comes, oh, 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 when Obama came to Uganda, Obama voyage Uganda. He controlled Uganda. Yeah, yeah, fuga Uganda. Did he come to Uganda? Yeah, yeah. Obama yajja kuwano. Who came? Ani yajja na ba chala we bungereza. Yeah, President Clinton. I think. President Clinton. And then Obama went to America. Obama na ge. Obama agenda Kenya. And and when he was there, he controlled everything. He was like the president of the country. The atmosphere. But remember, it was because he was president. He came before and he was like everybody. Even his luggage got lost at the airport. Even his luggage got lost at the airport. When he was not a president. And when he became president. He was controlling everything. He came with his plane. He came with his bodyguards. He came with his car. He came with his money. He came with everything. That is the president of the world. What about us? The Bible says. We are royal priesthood. We are royalty. Wherever you are. Control that realm. Control that area. Let them feel it. Let them know you are different. Let them know somebody special is here. Even those who don't know. Let them get questions. Who is this person? Who is this person? Let them wonder who are you. And they will get answers. By the time they get the answers, something will have happened. Something will have happened to them. Oh, they say sin is contagious. But I say Jesus Christ is contagious. Hallelujah. Amen. Wherever you go, Amen. Whoever you touch, let them feel Jesus. Let them meet Jesus. Let them see the power that controls the world. The power that defeats sin. If they say no young man can live without fornication, young lady, show them you are made up of something different. You are made up of something different. You can live in their societies and still show them you are on fire for God. It is up to you to say no. I will not be lukewarm. Hmm. 
Amen. Praise God. If you can bear with me a few more minutes now. Deuteronomy 7 7. It says, The Lord did not set his love upon you, nor choose you, because you were more in number than any, any people. For you were the fewest of all the people. Mukama teyabasa kukuwa galakwe. Sote yabalonda. Kubanga mwasi ingwe gwangi dalari yona. Kubanga mwali batono kusinga mawanga. Gona. Praise God. You were not chosen. Because you were more in number. Temwaronde wa kubanga mwali banji muwendo. Or because you are better. Oba kubanga mwasinga abalala. You are even the... The, 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 the lowest people. But because the Lord loved you. And because you would keep the oath which he had sworn unto your fathers. And, and, as, and uh, has the Lord brought you out with a mighty hand. And redeemed you out of the hosts of bondmen. From the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Know therefore that the Lord thy God is God. The faithful God. Which keepeth covenant. And mercy. With them that love him. And them that keep his commandments to a thousand generations. Yeah, 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 yeah. He keeps his commandments. He keeps his covenant. He is faithful. Oh my God, can you put these words on your lips, child? Just say he's faithful. He keeps his covenant. He keeps his commandments. Do you know how long? thousand generations. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He has kept it for natural Israel. And every nation is against natural Israel. They are fighting them. They are fighting them from the south. They are fighting them from the west. They are fighting them from the east. But let me tell you, the God of Israel does not sleep. The God of Israel does not slumber. God keeps his covenant. God keeps his covenant with Jacob. And let me tell you, Israel will win. We know that. That is natural Israel. How much more Israel purchased with his own blood. We are Israel. Not only because of Abraham. We are Israel because of Jesus Christ. He gave the covenant to, to Abraham. But he confirmed it with Jesus. By his own blood. It's a covenant of blood. It cannot be broken. It is permanent. He is faithful. And I want to say the God of Israel. Chose you. He chose you. He chose you. He will continue to choose you. The basis of election. Is his love. <laughs> Hallelujah. Maybe you did not know. I want to tell you today. God loves you. 
God loves you. God loves me. Praise God. And that's why Joshua told the people. Now there are fear the Lord. And serve God. Serve him since sincerity. And in truth. Church, let us serve God. In sincerity and in truth. All these things around about us. You can drop it away. Put away the gods which your father served on the other side of the flood and in Egypt and serve you the Lord. And he says, if it seem evil for you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom he will serve. And whether, and whether the gods which your father served were, which were on the side of the flood the gods of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell. But as for me, I hope somebody will join me to say, But as for me, and my house, we will serve the Lord. Praise God. We will serve the Lord. When he is come, he reproves you of sin. He convicts you of sin. And we talked about this on Wednesday. When, when we say that our works, it is not our works. It is his works in us. When we say his works, not ours. We mean the Holy Spirit. Follow me closely now. We mean the Holy Spirit comes into your heart. And when, they, when he comes, he starts a certain work in your life. He begins to convince you while he's brooding over you. And he convicts your heart. And shows you every sin in your life. And you begin to feel how sinful you are. Oh God. Oh God, I'm a sinner. I don't deserve your grace. That's a conviction. And do you know what it does? It brings hatred in your heart to that sin. If you are telling lies, if you are living immorally, if you are stealing, if you were you know, into these things of the world, he begins to convince you to brood over you. And reveal these things to you. I've seen people literally in the church. Removing earrings. Never wearing them again. And yet I did not talk about it at all. What was that? the Holy Spirit. Making it real to them. Bringing them from the level of coldness putting a fire within their hearts for God. And 
and you begin to hate sin. You get a new mind. You get a new resolve. You, you, you get you know, a power. And that is the power that overcomes the world. If you are tied up with these things, in this sinful life, you don't need to be told to leave it. If I tell you to leave it, you will leave it. But you are not saved. Salvation. I wish you get it. Salvation comes by a conviction. A conviction comes by hearing the word. And when you hear the word, and the Holy Spirit comes down, he begins to brood over you. And you feel that's where you, you, many people you see they begin to cry. You know, helplessly. Helplessly. They don't care about anything else. They are in that presence. The Holy Spirit shows them the, the brutal nature of the sin that is capturing them. The Holy Spirit makes it real to you. You, you don't need any more to walk as a lukewarm believer. He reveals to you what that sin is going to do to you. He creates in you a hatred for that sin. You begin to have, you know, you begin to lose it. To, to, it, to despise it. And then you are left helpless. You're like, oh, what am I going to do? <laughs> one time happened to Isaiah. He said, oh, God, I'm a man of unclean lips. He did not say, God, if I have unclean lips, wash me. He knew by a conviction of the Holy Ghost. When he came before God. God told him what nature of a man Katonda. he was. Like that man that Brother Barnum saw. You know, as he went before God. And when he reached there, that milky presence of the Holy Ghost. He says, even the little sin he had done, the little lie he had told, it was all big. And in the presence of that light. That light can come here right now. And when it does, that's the conviction you need. You will not cry because of emotion. You will not weep because of emotion. But it will be out of a conviction. Say, oh God, I'm a sinner. I'm a man of unclean lips. He says, I am undone. When that happens to you, it's like God giving you judgment right here. It's like as if you have already gone to hell. Like, I'm undone. My case is, is already judged. You know, you know what the feeling it is to be before a, a, a judge of the highest court and that after him 
There is no other court. That's how you will feel. You feel like I've sinned. Am I am undone. I'm finished. And when the prophet felt that way, Prophet Isaiah he cried out. He said, I'm undone. Oh God. And he was helpless. He became completely helpless. But in that presence, that's where God wants all of us to go. You see, no matter what you, you're doing in your life, God wants you to come to that conviction. Many people, when they are caught doing something wrong, they begin to apologize. I'm sorry. But after that, they continue doing the Because they did not have a conviction. And if you don't have a conviction, you cannot be saved. Even if you do the good things. What we need, church, is a conviction. When you receive that conviction in your heart, it's a genuine repentance. The Holy Spirit reveals to you everything you have done. You don't come to him and say, Lord, if I have done. But you say, Lord, I'm a sinner. Here is what I have done. I'm a liar. I'm a thief. Forgive me. Wash me. Cleanse me. Make me whole. And you it will bring true repentance. Repentance means you turn away from your sin. You cannot go back to it. Why? Because when you truly repent, you receive the Holy Spirit. In your soul. Now that Holy Spirit is a power that controls you and pulls you away from sin each time. You want to tell a lie. He will zip your mouth. Self-control comes from the Holy Spirit. See, this is what we need. Because, because we do not have a, a genuine conviction. We have a lot of lukewarm believers. Can we please stand on our feet? When you are saved, God gives you faith to rise from the mark of the earth. Your faith overcomes the things of the world. What is your faith? Your faith in that act that God has did in you. In you. In you. What God has done in you. To make you a son of God. 
Listen. You quit your lying. You quit your stealing. You quit your drinking. Because your faith rises up above it. If you don't do it, you don't have any faith. If you don't quit these things, you don't have any faith. And by faith, you are saved through grace. Brother Peter, we are going to sing a, a song which says, Let the worshippers arise. And I'll read this last portion. Listen. As much as your faith will be released, as much as your faith will be released, released, that's how much power you can have. Because in you dwells the power to make heavens and earth. My wife told me this morning when she was praying. She kind of felt a power. To not just ask for things, but to command things into existence. And she was asking me whether that is okay. Here's your answer. Because in you dwells the power to make heavens and earth. God dwells in you. You are sons and daughters of God. There you are. But it's your faith. Jesus said, according to your faith, yes. it unto you. If you can believe, all things are possible. If I can say unto you, if you say unto this mountain, be moved and don't doubt, but believe what you have said. My God, my God. I wonder if Sister Peace can get a microphone and help us sing. I don't know about you, but I just want to walk in that presence. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Oh God, give us conviction. We don't want to be lukewarm believers. We want to be really genuine. We want to be really filled with the Holy Spirit. We want to be real Christians. We want to be on fire. We want to worship you in spirit and in truth. We want to be overcomers, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Start with the first stanza. Father, I see that you are drawing a line in the sand, and I want to be standing, holding your 
So let your kingdom come. Let it live in me. This is my prayer. This is my plea. Hallelujah. Father, I see that you are drawing a line in the sand, and I want to be standing, holding your hand, so let your kingdom come, let it live in me, this is my
the sons and the daughters see. Oh, I'm surrendering my own. Oh, I surrender to the King. Sing it again. Let the worship us Sing it from your heart, church, now. Sing it from your heart. I'm surrendering my all. Surrendering my I surrender to the king. He's the king of kings. Just surrender to him now as we sing it again. Let the worshipers arise. Let the worshipers arise. Lift up your voice. Lift up of your voice to him now. Oh, let the sons and the daughters see. Oh, I'm surrendering my own. Oh, I surrender to the key. Musicians, join us now. Let us sing it again. Let the worship as a I give my 
Oh 
somebody pray in the deepest of sincerity now. His presence will bring you to a true conviction. True conviction will bring you to true repentance. True repentance will bring the true Holy Ghost to your soul. You want to be sealed with the Holy Ghost. You need to be sealed with the Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit is here to fill your soul. If you can truly repent before Him and make yourself ready for Him. Give your life away to Him. Give your soul away to Him. Let Him use you.
in your soul you feel feel bad for the sins you've done you don't want to do them again you want to live right you want to serve God again you don't want to be lukewarm anymore that's a wonderful opportunity. Friends, that creates an atmosphere for you to receive the Holy Spirit. When you repent of your sins, believe that God has forgiven you. Don't go back again to them. Jesus said, Oh, a worst thing come upon you. So you want to live on fire for God. Nothing can stop you. 
to all of you at the altar here today I said nothing can stop you to do that the devil cannot stop you why because there is a power that God puts in your soul and he fills you with the power of the Holy Spirit now to all of you that need God to fill them with the Holy Spirit the musicians if you can play for me only believe a bit slowly. Everybody's eyes closed, please. This is worship. It's, we just want him to come and we want him to do something for us this morning. You cannot receive the Holy Spirit if something is standing before you on God. But if God gives you conviction for your sin and you truly repent them, God is obligated to fill you with the Holy Spirit. You need it. We all need the Holy Spirit. Because if we are not filled, there is no rapture for you. Imagine living a whole life in church and then you don't go into rapture. Imagine what kind of thing that can be. Friends, this is not time for playing church. It's time for us to be ready. It's the Spirit of God echoing down to you this morning. Please be ready. Be filled with the Spirit. If you've repented of your sins, they are under the altar. They are forgiven. They are as east is from the west to you. cannot stand before you and the baptism of the Holy Spirit. At this time, I want to ask you to, to speak to God. He says in his word, ask and ye shall receive. So anyone who wants the Holy Spirit today, it is lamp trimming time. It is lamp trimming time. God is sealing his own. I don't want to be left behind. Don't be ashamed of him. When the Holy Spirit comes, there is a joy in your soul. When the Holy Spirit comes, 
There is a shout coming out of your soul. When the Holy Spirit comes, there is a rejoicing in your soul. Don't be ashamed of that. Don't be ashamed of that. Don't be ashamed of him. Be filled with the Spirit. Be filled with the Spirit. Ask him, say, Lord, fill me with your Spirit. Please, don't, don't stay on, on the fence. Come away from there. Repent of your sins and yield yourself to him. Ask God to fill you, to fill your soul. up to you now. I preach to you the word. It's up to you now. You can, you can choose to receive the Holy Ghost now or you may choose not to go away the way you came. It is either that or the other. It cannot be, it, it cannot be in the middle. Listen brother, please take a seat. We are in serious business here now. We are in serious business. It is time for you to stop saying, I, I, I don't know whether I have the Holy Spirit or not. Listen, you musicians. This is the time for you. It's, it's enough for you to stay in the middle and you don't know whether you are filled with the Holy Spirit or not. How long will you continue to be in the middle? It is either now or never. Each of us needs to come to that place. What if the, what if the Lord Jesus came now? Yes, we are jacket now. Sang and told you sure your boy no more to come over to me now. Oba chikweta kisa kukaba kaba. Oba chikweta kisa kusaba saba. Chona chetuara kukuene nyawene nye. Gamba mukama nzijuza saga kufawa nunga sechu usitua. I want to be on fire for God. I am tired of being lukewarm. I want him to fill me. I want to be sure I am sealed with the Holy Ghost. Listen, you can stand up on your feet and raise up your arm and say, Lord, fill me with the Spirit of God. He will fill you with the Spirit. He is here to fill you. He's feeling others. He can feel you too. Something is happening here. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Oh, please, I beg you, don't miss it. Please, please, don't miss it. Don't miss it. To all of you ministers, don't miss it. You mothers, don't miss it. You young men, ladies, don't miss it. Please, 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 
Tell him, Lord, I want you to do something for me. You younger children, God can fill you with the Holy Spirit. Whoever desires the Holy Spirit, it's not me, your brother, speaking to you. It is the Holy Spirit that is here. He's telling you what to do. But if you do not do it, then what will he do? You will just walk away and bless who he will bless. It takes you to stand up on your feet, raise up your hands and cry out to him with all sincerity. Tell him, Lord, fill me with the spirit. Fill me with your spirit. Fill me with your spirit. Just stand up on your feet and raise up your arm and Raise up both your hands if you can and tell him, Lord, fill me with your spirit. It will take the lying away. It will take sin away. It will burn amen, the desire of the world away from you. It will put you on fire for God. It is more than a feeling. You may feel fire on your soul, but I tell you, it is more than a feeling. It is Jesus Christ. is more than, than a feeling. It is God himself coming down on your soul, on the altar of your heart. On the altar of your heart. The rapture is happening soon. Are you ready? Tell him, Lord, uh, fill me, seal me today. This is my day. This is my day. If there is something standing between you and, and, and that, then commit it to him. As long as God is feeling some people here today. God is feeling some people here today with the Holy Spirit. This can be your chance too. The letter kills but the Spirit gives life. The Spirit of God gives life.
let him come and give you life in your soul today. Let him come and burn away all the sin and all the dross and every lukewarmness away from your soul. And fill your heart with joy. And fill your heart with joy. Joy unspeakable and full of glory. Oh, hallelujah. Mm. Oh, Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord Jesus. Let nothing between... Let nothing between you and the Savior. Let nothing be between there. This is worth your time. Close the world away from you. Close it away from you. Close it away. If you have repented of something, it is under the blood. The devil cannot hinder you to receive the Holy Ghost. He cannot hinder you. No matter what you did in the past, it is under the blood. He chose you by election. He wants to fill you. He wants to baptize you. He wants to set you on fire. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. His spirit is here. Church, arise. Arise in the name of Jesus Christ. Receive you the Holy Ghost right now. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yes, Jesus. Oh, God. Oh, yes, Lord. As long as he has given you that conviction. Who gave you the conviction? It was the Holy Ghost. He was preparing your soul. Even while the preaching was going on. It was the Holy Ghost preparing you for this moment. Now arise and receive the Holy Ghost. Receive the Holy Ghost. Receive the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Oh, the devil cannot hinder you anymore. The devil cannot stop you from that promise. The promise is unto you. Your children and them that the Lord shall call. Receive the Holy Ghost, church. Yes, it may mess you up, but it's going to change your life. Yes, it may make you shout, but it's going to change your life. If you can't come out of sin, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That is what happens. When children are born, when children are born, there is a mess. But I tell you, that mess will take out of this message. It will fill you and change your life. Your life will never be the same again. Oh, give me Jesus today and take away the world. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Come on, close your eyes and be in prayer. It is not someone's moment. It is your moment too. It is your moment too. It's everyone's moment here. sorry when the speed comes I become somebody else <laughs> and we love that don't we <laughs> hey, may God bless him before you go before you go it is brother Isaac how many days now 60 it is 60 days remaining for our youth meetings each member of the church is requested to pay at least 100,000 shillings to support our young people for those youth meetings. We have a budget of about 30 millions. If everybody pays the 50,000 of the camp fee, the people that will come, it means we shall remain with the half of the budget. So let's try and uh, support, please. The Lord willing, before the end of this month, Make sure you've paid your 100,000. Uh, if you don't have it, Brother Enoch, borrow it. Like you would borrow for a funeral. But God will give it to you. Say amen. amen. So, and, and pay it. Pay it so that we can support the youth meetings. So, God bless you. Have a wonderful week. We love you in Jesus' name.
hand to 